0: with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Good morning, it's This Morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. Morley, too, he'll be back in with sports here in a little bit. Uh, Our next guest had a a big week last week. Mm -hmm. A couple of big stories that were coming out, including uh, rectifying something that has been the bane of my existence for what feels like forever. The Southwest Henday Bridge finally getting three full lanes back and forth. There's there's, there's still a little bit to be done, but you can actually go three lanes both ways. So that was one big announcement that that was going to be done.
1: Yeah, so that's huge for commuters. But also, photo radar on Edmonton Ring Road, the Anthony Henday, and Calgary Ring Road, Stony Trail, Gonzo. And (laughs) and it was really eye-opening to discover what one of these units could rake in. Sitting there catching speeders, mm-hmm. but what is this going to mean? Is it like is it a free for all on the Anthony Henday now? I, I I don't know. I think many people asking that. Uh, Devin, Devin Drishen, he is joining us. He's a minister of transportation and economic corridors. Good morning, Devin.
0: Good morning. Thanks for having me on today. Hey, you bet. Uh, what uh, what prompted this move to get rid of the uh, the the photo radar on those on the provincial ring roads? Well, photo radar has been a, a very
2: divisive policy not just in municipal politics but also provincial politics and the provincial government had put a freeze on new photo radar locations and that freeze was coming to an end on December 1st. So the provincial government, we had to make a decision on what to do with photo radar. And we chose to to eliminate the fishing holes. And we, we started with the Edmonton and Calgary ring roads. And now we're going to go through the, the painstaking process of going through each one of the 2,400 photo radar locations across the province and find out which ones are used for revenue generation and end them, and then which, one, which ones are used for traffic safety.
1: And how will you determine that?
2: So when when we there's obvious ones, and there's less obvious ones. Uh, the the Ray Given Drive overpass on on the Henday it rakes in about eleven times the average photo radar site in Edmonton. About fifteen hundred tickets a quarter, nearly a million dollars a year in the one location. And there's hardly any traffic accidents or or issues in that area. So we're going to to correlate you know ticket revenue as well as are these dangerous intersections or dangerous stretches of road that warrant some type of enhanced enforcement photo radar and if they're not we're just going to eliminate them
1: you know i I do pass by that uh, ray gibbon drive one all the time and i know it's there and i slow down isn't that the point of photo radar though is to slow people down and and to go the speed limit and getting rid of it—is it going to mean that i, I can, not me personally, um, <laughs> but that, that people will not double check now if they're if they're speeding or going too fast on the Anthony Henday?
2: So we, we still have speed limits in the province of Alberta and the traditional traffic enforcement will be out there. Uh, whether there's added signage, so people know the, the speed limit that they, they should be traveling on. So there will still be traditional enforcement of speed limits across the province. But the uh, photo radar, the entire intent of the use of photo radar is to make sure that traffic safety actually improves. Uh, but if it's just used for revenue generation or essentially a toll on certain roads, um, that's, that goes beyond the scope of what photo radar should be used for.
0: Although, and you know, the, when this first uh, came up last week, had more than a few people in on the text line going, well, honestly, it's a voluntary tax. You don't want to pay it. Just don't speed. It's 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 a really simple thing. So, you know, there, there's responsibility on, on, on another front yeah i
2: i think it's, it's like i said divisive in in political circles as well as as as, as normal people uh, but and i think normal people a, i love that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh, self-deberry yeah, yeah um but I think it's something that there's lots of studies that show um, even just the the flow of traffic being disruptive with photo radar. Certain people in a a multi-lane flow of traffic, someone seeing that this is a photo radar intersection or knowing that it is, you know, looking down, checking their speed, slamming on the brakes because they know a a site is coming up. And that kind of cascading domino effect in the flow of traffic Mm -hmm. actually can increase Rear-end collisions, which is the number one cause of collisions in in Canada. So there's there's studies showing both ways that if you can disrupt the flow of traffic on whatever it is, uh, that's actually less safe than uh, than actually just allowing the flow to continue.
1: I know you mentioned the uh, photo radar that just were, were perched at um, Anthony Henday and Ray Gibbon Drive, one of 22 locations uh, around the Anthony Henday. A million dollars, one unit one unit uh, generated in a year. What's the city going to do with that loss of revenue? I, I know that, you know, Edmontonians are already facing, you know, possibly a, a 7% tax increase. Um, you know, is the city going to come to you saying, how how are we going to fill that gap?
2: Well, when it, when it comes to Edmonton, that, that's just one. There's 22 locations across the Anthony uh raking in about $7 million a year out of... The city of Edmonton's 48 million that they collect through photo radar. So we have given the, both cities of Edmonton and Calgary the option of taking those off those fishing hole locations off of their ring roads and allowing to put them into their municipalities, so they can focus on sensitive areas like school school zones, playground zones, construction zones. They can they can transfer from the ring road to more sensitive areas where you have pedestrian versus vehicle uh, type situations. And that's that's where we really want photo radar to to be located at um, on on
0: traffic safety areas that, that actually make a difference uh, as a provincial government you can you can shut these ones down but do you direct law enforcement on where to set up uh, real radar traffic enforcement with humans not with photos uh, they usually take care of that on the, on their own don't they yeah the, the enforcement whether it 's be a, a municipal
2: peace officer the RCMP um, city police like Emerson and calgary have uh, that 's you know where they go and, and obviously the, the use of laser traditional traffic enforcement of them just driving around the road and pulling people over that that um, will be be a, their their decision but again you know putting things into context when you just look at photo radar programs across the country, Alberta had two thousand four hundred photo radar sites with twenty six municipalities using it. And then you look at the, the number two in the country, which is BC at 190 and Quebec at 160. So we are over 10 times uh, that of the, the second highest use of photo radar in, uh, in another province. So that's, that's again, a r- rationale or reason of, of we need, we are the outlier as, as Alberta uh, with the use of photo radar. And so we wanna make sure it's, it's actually focused on, on traffic safety.
1: But there's nothing stopping the city for putting up a whole bunch of red light cameras just to try to make up for that revenue because there's going to be a loss in revenue. Yeah, yeah and this, this,
2: this is specifically targeted for for speed photo radar traps uh, It's a red light intersections i think that's a different completely different conversation of, of intersection safety you know t boning collisions obviously is, is, is dangerous so those those are remaining um as is uh this this is just a look at uh, at fishing holes when it comes to photo radar for speed
0: Hey, just before we let you go, it's a it's a big day for for your government as well, because uh, Premier Smith was talking on the weekend about the the Sovereignty Act, and would give out some details later on this morning. Uh, has there been quite a buzz in the back rooms of the legislature talking about this day?
2: Yes, it's uh, something I, I don't want to scoop what we're going to do, but it, come on, it, I think she she won't she's mind.
1: Already, I think she's already laid her plans out over the weekend. <laughs> well,
2: I think it, it's it's incredible, and I've never seen it in in my life. Uh, a federal government seeming so hell bent on on interfering into uh, other provinces' jurisdictions. It's 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 mind boggling, and I think um, what what we'll see today is is another province taking another solid step of saying this is this is our world. We have this as a province. We have to use our our rules that we have in place to make sure that we can protect our, our people and uh and i think that's uh, you'll you'll see it on on full display today uh in the
0: legislature and in the, the weeks and months to come and then i think we'll see it probably land in the courts and uh, be figured out there that's <laughs> to find out whether all this works so and
2: more court wins like you've got with uh, C69 and, and other. And the is, is that why and she's
1: pulling the trigger, Devin? Because, you know, the, there has been a couple of losses. Because this is just draft legislation, this uh, Ottawa's Clean Energy Act. This isn't even a law right now. Why is she pulling the trigger so soon?
2: Well, obviously, we, we don't want to be fighting a the federal government in courts all the time. That that doesn't bode well for for investor certainty or just people wanting to have good governance in in the country. But when you look at especially the clean electricity regs that the federal government is working on and has signaled that they want by twenty thirty five. You know, natural gas to be to be removed and which obviously we have one of the largest natural gas reserves in the world and all of our homes or most of our homes are heated with natural gas like this is in serious attacks on on the province that uses natural gas and it's it, it's it's really mind-boggling so i think it is something that we, we can't just. Let the federal government walk all over us. We need to be able to stand up and say that we're not going to do it. I saw over in Saskatchewan, Premier Mo said uh, he's not going to be collecting carbon tax on on home heating for Saskatchewan yeah. residents. So there's, you know, it, it's it's a weird time in, in Canadian politics where we have a federal government so so interested in coming into provincial jurisdiction but hopefully uh hopefully this will be the beginning of the end of that
1: Uh but your old boss called it cockamamie and illegal and would turn us into a banana republic so i I guess that's politics right
0: i wonder what he's doing now yeah (laughs) oh okay uh devon thanks appreciate your time
2: Great. Well, thank you so much
1: for having me on. I appreciate it. Okay. you so
0: bye. much. Uh, Devon Dreesen is Minister of Transportation and Economic Corridors. Uh, primarily, we were talking about the, uh, the the photo radar, but, yeah, we thought we'd ask him about that. And, and he was more than happy to chat about it. So Yeah, yeah, for
1: sure. And, what of was course, talking about his old boss. Who, who is that? Premier Jason Kenney. Oh, that's the
0: guy. Yeah, that, that's the ticket. I remember that guy. Uh, it's going to be an interesting day. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, we can jump Just in on that.
1: Interesting, I think, week. Week, month,
0: year. 2024. Here it comes. Uh, Let's take a quick break. Come back and uh, see if you want to jump in on it too. Morning with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, Presented by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Good to have you here, 821, on your Monday morning. This morning with Stacy and Daryl. Morley too. He'll be in the sports in a moment. From the text line, I don't agree with a lot of what this government does, but... I agree with him on this photo radar issue and I haven't had a photo radar ticket in years. Get police on the roads instead. It's always the divisive. I still think it's a volunteer tax.
1: Well of course. And so maybe we should just call it that as opposed call it a cash cow as opposed to it's reducing you know, crashes or it's improving safety. Um, as as Minister Drieschen said, this spot on the Anthony Henday that collected one truck, collected a million dollars a year mm-hmm. at Ray Gibbon Drive. There's no crashes there. There's no collisions there. It's, it's basically, it is what it is, an extra tax. So let's just call it an extra tax and that you have to pay for. But you know what? Photo radar should be in construction zones and it should be mm-hmm. outside my kid's school. But if they're at the Anthony Henday, they're not in any of those places. So it's just a redirection. But, of course, there's going to be a shortfall in revenue. Uh, the city.
0: Yeah. And some people say, well, you should be properly funding different municipalities, et cetera, so they're not having to rely on this. Cut. And you would hope that what some change in funding formula would happen. If you lose the money, do you, do you lose whatever services that money was funding no, or do you is, just find it somewhere else? I think
1: else? the city's going to get creative. <laughs> oh, yeah, and and, and 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 find sh- you know try to fill the shortfall with something else whether they they find other cash cow locations although Minister Dreeshan says that they're going to examine all of those or they're going to find other ways to, to get us breaking the law.
0: Will this cost jobs for the guys who sit in those trucks because they're not police officers? No, they're right? just
1: re- reassigning them somewhere yeah. else in the city. There you go. I think
0: it's a win-win. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, would they get it in enough spots?